Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back to another episode of Trend Lately. I'm Molly MacLear. Brian Beckner, how are you? I'm doing great. It's I'm so excited to be here. You know, last week we had a, a pretty big episode. We might have some new listeners as a result of that because we went, we got uh, really deep on the Yashar story that ran in LA Magazine. And uh, dog, was, that episode was a banger for us. Like I started to have yeah. uh, apprehension. Well, I guess whatever appre- post apprehension, I guess you would call it regret. I was yeah. wondering, like, did I go too deep? Like, yeah. is this something we're not supposed to talk about? Surely, if this many people are listening, it's because we've mentioned something taboo. You'd think, I think that people, because he's so highly followed and so many people sort of had him in this oracle of the internet position for them, that it's just not something anybody wants to speak about publicly. And so I, I tweeted about it when, when we were posting the links and stuff, I tweeted about it, hoping I might get some kind of response from old Yashar and yeah, I didn't. <laughs> and, no. Okay. But, but That's he hasn't so been on the cool, internet at all. So. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. Like this is, I do like the idea of you taking him on. I'm obsessed with that actually. Yeah. And we should build on that. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's not responding to anyone. He's gone completely undercover at, at the time that we're recording this. I mean, the last few things that he has posted were basically like, Hey, still ho- holding on. Like I'm not mocking. I'm, I'm actually not mocking. That does sound no, like I'm mocking. No, he only, he only retweets. So um, although he hasn't retweeted since June 12th which has been quite a while and he hasn't tweeted tweeted since June 9th. Yeah. Today was a mostly good day. I'm headed to bed in better spirits, but I know I'm still not out of the woods yet. I'm tired, but also feel like I have some sense of purpose renewed, which is helping me a lot. Plus this conversation with a friend helped. So it seems like he, he in this tweet that he retweets from himself earlier. Yeah. I'm wondering who this friend is, and I feel like we all are. It's definitely not Kathy Griffin. Yeah, it says it's amazing how one conversation can get someone on the right path. I just spoke to a friend who has lived with depression, and just the perspective they offered helped me immensely. Just thinking about how I used to keep this stuff hidden and had no support. I don't. It's a tough position to be in because so often I tell people that feel these feelings that, that to reach out 
and, you know, call a friend because it's not the end of the world, even though it feels like it is. And that, but with this guy, I mean, he's such a sleaze that it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to have sympathy because, you know, this stuff came out. He's, he started to play the depression card immediately after being exposed by a, a very well researched article and a fantastic journalist. So I don't know where to be okay. on this, but I do, I, I would like it if he would respond to me with just one tweet so that hundreds of thousands okay. of people could see our podcast. So my fun and spicy take on who this person is that he could have spoken to. It's all of us. It's the internet. I, it's me. It's Allison Williams. I'm go- I'm thinking Allison Williams for some reason. She comes to mind as wait. someone that would like be able to have a wait, wait, Marnie wait, wait, wait. from wait, Girls. Brian Williams' daughter? Yeah. I feel like that's the, one- the person that you're sure because she feels like she would be a good person to talk to. The one, The one that got her ass eaten on Girls? Yes. The one I feel th- like I, in my mind, the person that he spoke to that gave him this sense of peace and clarity is Allison Williams. You don't. Wow. And, but I'm not that emotionally attached to it. <coughs> yeah. This is no, what I will I'm say about the whole Yashar thing. Tell me. Like, there's a difference between a you and a me. For me, I'm. I kind of, with the exception of the Kathy thing, I'm kind of like, go for it. This doesn't offend me. Yeah. This doesn't harm me. It's, it, is it annoying that people do sh- shit like this? Yes, it's annoying. But yeah. like, this is like what he's done at most collectively, few years in prison at best. It, really, at it's best. just a moral quandary. And we yes. are, we're, we're floating amongst those 24 7 in this town. I don't have pr- a problem. If it's like whether it's some like fabulous like flop chick or like this guy Yashar, like I love that he has this like, um, you know, uh, converting to Catholicism journey. So interesting, such folklore there. Like you know, I really do. I think that Yashar, if he wants to steal, he should be able to steal. I'm fine with it. Um, I mean, go ahead. What does hurt me? The converting to the Catholicism thing is the one of the most sus aspects of this dude. I think he was a dude. child. I know. I think he yes. was a child when he did that. And like, <laughs> right. you'd be surprised what you do to fit in. Of with, course, especially yes. with religion. I mean, come on. They're kind of like known for that. Yes. But I say that as a Catholic. But like, he, that's the thing, by the way. They're very good at getting you as like a tween. Yes. Borderline. I would say predatory, but not in the ways that some are thinking. Well, both. But like, so anyway, I have sort of like a passive sort of like, I have, I raise an eyebrow at Yashar. Yes. You have a beef. I feel, I was pitching to you earlier and I'm just going to throw it out there. And I say this as an entertainer. I say this as a creator. I say this as an artist. Yeah. I think that you should box Yashar. Challenge for challenge and, and yeah, I think you guys should do a what's it called? An enterprise, an exposition. I think you guys should do exhibition. an exhibition. 
exhibition. Yeah. Okay. I think that the thriller.com, whatever elephants, whatever. Yeah. Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to stir my dinner in a minute, but okay, guys, don't worry. I have to stir my dinner. Um, but here's the thing. Okay. I think that, well, I have an idea for the poster that I think that like we should get him, we should get Yashar on board by doing this poster, right? Because there's no really like posters. And I think that he could not be mad at this. This is why I know this is like yes. a good bit. This is like a good, like where the Barstool fans didn't get it. This The Yashar heads will get this. But are there Yashar heads? Like it should be yes. There's a at least forty bold face names that are Yashar heads, including Jake Tapper and Busy Phillips. And Busy Phillips. But I feel like it should be your face on like a ripped body. Like think like a la any promotion poster. And oh yeah, then no. His uh, face I want to. I want it on Ravishing Rick Rude. The, yeah, the and then great eighties wrestler on the body of Garfield. Like, just like the cartoon of Garfield, because like one that's cute, it's classic, it's mysterious, it's like not too literal, it's very fun. It's like, obviously, like, you're not going to fight Garfield. Like, I don't know. Let me stir my dinner. Hold on. I'll be right back. Think about it. All right. Okay. So the reason why, sorry to like completely derail this and overtake it. I know that this is going to be your big fight, but. I just wanted to get my ideas out about Garfield on the poster because I feel like if you hear anything in this episode, I think that that's it. You should absolutely Photoshop that. Even if you hate everything we're saying, I hope that you hear that and feel inspired. So, and that's my, that's my pitch. So any, any graphic artists within the sound of my voice, if you feel like, if you feel like Photoshopping and make sure it's crude, don't make it too good. I need some HQ pictures of your face to post to the Instagram right now. Oh, okay. Um, The get Photoshop crudely. I I reiterate Photoshop my face onto the body of 1980s wrestler ravaging Rick rude. And then Photoshop Yashar's Twitter. Avi. No, like the picture of him from MSNBC because you can see like more. Like you can't get his hoodie onto oh. Garfield. That's I, I know. But I don't, I don't f- feel like people will recognize him because he looks Durr. so. He looks so yeah, different. But, like that's IRL. They need to get ready for the fight. Dude. Yeah, but we're we gotta we gotta know whose brands these are. So you should probably use both of our Twitter avies for this dude what if uh the people that sponsor your fight are like roman swipes like the ball swipes that um yeah sponsor like all the bar stool then maybe kfc will come to the fight those things that's that's like i can smash kfc that's like lidocaine swipes or something to like numb your dick so you can fuck longer sure is it's not it's not your dick that makes you ejaculate too quickly it's your brain guys you got to numb your brain that's the trick um i don't i think here's the other thing oh wait are you the gonna, poster. are you gonna wrestle him naked wrestle topless wrestle box no. box with helmets no. also how big is this guy i don't like he's, he's <laughs> i don't know dude he, what are you he, trying to like what shit are you trying to get me to step in well he's I have no idea di- he's pretty he's pretty fat 
But I, you know, I'm not. I don't. I'm, I mean, that's a. I. I listen. There's ways to like. I would say that like he's bigger than you, probably. I would say he probably is. But I wouldn't but, say that he's like pretty fat. Like I wouldn't be oh. comfortable with it. Oh, I would. That's how guys talk about each other. And I. But also, like, I don't want to come off as a bully here because I've just I've looked at his Instagram now, and all his Instagram is pictures of his dumb tweets. I hate it when people do that. And it's all, so it's just basically like promotion for his Twitter. And then all the tweets are like about how he's depressed and shit. So people feel sorry for him. Like I'm not. I mean, Wow. Prob- so wait, he posts all of them. Not all, but the, like the first six are all pictures of his tweets. Oh, I guess that's it. So that he must've taken to that after the art. No, no, they, they're interspersed. Babes born the same year HBO aired the final episode of Sex in the City or turning 17 this year. I don't want to shit on him like that. Like, truly. Me either. But. I don't know. He's a bad person. No, there's like things. No, I don't know that he's a bad person. Like, I don't know that that's fair to say that. I mean, listen, he grifted Kathy Griffin. He grifted her. Right. But like. And that that Getty lady. I know. I hate. One of the Gettys. I know. I just feel like. do philanthropic works. Okay, who, but like like Alexis Nyers, like from the Bling Ring, right? Like she's completely like sober and chill and like works in the community now. Like I feel like when you call someone just like, I don't know, I feel like that's it's difficult to do that. It's like at a certain point, like, I mean, you didn't kill a kid. Uh, no, no, he didn't kill a kid. But I have heard I have like, listen, I am open to a lot of things right now because of quarantine. Uh, I am very loosey goosey, if you know what I mean. Yes. I could kind of make an excuse for anything or anyone. Like I'm very permissive, you know? So I feel like in a way I'm like, oh, whatever, you know, steal a bunch of No, I am permissive with you actually because you don't say thank you very much actually. That's not true. Yeah, you do. You have a thank you problem. Malls, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. And you're putting that out to the universe to make me look bad. And that's that's when you do say thank you, I appreciate it a lot. How about that? I always say that. I always say. I, I would love even more. I would love even more thank yous. Do you want to know what my love language is? All I, of them. There's uh, not enough things that someone could do to make me happy. And I think that that's it. I say <laughs> thank you. I, I am I'm overly thankful. I think most people would say. I say thank you too much, too often. I would Don't, actually wouldn't go that far. You're, you're, you're purposely. I wouldn't go that far. You're purposely painting an unseen picture of me to our audience in Give order to gain favor to your medical records and we'll call it even. Okay. You can, have, you can have access to my <laughs> medical records. Unbelievable. So yeah, let's, I don't know why I started that bit. Sorry. Yeah, Listen, no, it's okay. okay. You, you, <clears throat> yes. Yashar, Yashar can, we can do a boxing match. Yashar can fight for his, his charity can be that elephant. That he's worried about. And then I. You know what? What? Yashar, you and Yashar's event will be what eventually, what puts the final fork 
puts in Triller out of business. Yeah, you got it. It's yes. got to be Triller. We're this gonna, is a Triller event. Gonna, Brian oh, Becker definitely. from the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, yes, yes. as well as Trend Lightly. Trend Lightly, yeah. Versus Yashar from Twitter. Now, I don't. I imagine that Yashar. There's potential that Yashar could have much more boxing experience than I do as I have zero boxing experience. We know someone who's boxed most his life. I've boxed none of my right. life. <laughs> right. My I've internet never boxed. Tally. Yes. Right. I've never boxed. I'm in my mid to late forties now. I'm not, you know, I'm, I can do a fair amount of pushups, but I'm not like fit. Well, I'm, f- I'm fat. Right. I'm, f- I'm a fatter kind of person. We'll have to look further into that, like into maybe some sort of training program for you. But well, this, there our was friend a cute who's boxed story. most his life could train me. We would have our friend who's boxed most his life be my trainer. Get me, uh, yeah. Get me I in think shape. That would be great. And I I'll mean, tu- listen. I'll tune this guy up. He fights for the elephants. I fight for my charity, which is my children's college fund. Listen, I just, our friend that has boxed most of his life lives in Fort Collins and I don't, he is a man of routine. I don't think he's going to uproot his life to help train you for boxing. Hold on. When you box, when you box, you have to train at altitude. Fort Collins is a mile high. It's, it's. So you're going to, you're going to abandon your children to go train for boxing for six weeks no way there's there's no way you would they have friends in fort collins they can come stay we learned telly has two extra bedrooms they can do (laughs) they can do zoom school i'm definitely i am definitely going to be reaching out to the state if you have your kids Say Telly's house. Ellie's house. Yes. Yeah, okay. Let's go to a cute story. Let's. Okay. Let's one, more one more thing. One more thing. One more thing before okay. we switch. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yashar has his email address here on his Instagram. Should I? Should I shoot him an email? I'm. See, I'm a bad troll. I don't know how to troll because I'm too old and I'm not, and I'm also too nice. Well, I told you rule number one is to leave my direct name out of it. I know. But I don't think you need me. I think that's the fun part is that you're spry. But maybe the reason why, because I don't have the same sort of like, I don't have the commitment to the bit. Like there's no KFC factor here for me. You don't have the commitment to the bit. You bought like five cameos. No, I mean, like, I don't have the commitment to the Yashar bit. Like, I want the Garfield poster. I will oversee. Obviously, I'll do creative direction for the fight. Yeah, but it could be. If it I could turn no, us into Oprah. But I no, this is definitely how we're gonna start to become Oprah. Okay. But I do think that, yeah, this is like, you know, Logan Paul's gonna be president. We're gonna be Oprah. Yes. Um I'm gonna I tune Yashar up. That's that could be his relaunch getting his ass kicked <laughs> by me. And then people feel right. busy Phillips will be in this corner and she'll be like, You're a fucking asshole to me after I tune him up with a body shot. And right. then all of a sudden, then I can be, then I, then I become who's Jake, Jake, I could, be, I become Jake Paul where I'm the heel of the, of the guy that boxes internet grifters world. Cause yeah. and then next I box Sean King and we just line up every Rex Chapman, anybody that's like pulling it, pulling the wool over people's eyes on Twitter, I get to box them. Right. 
Right. There's, there's a lane there. What I'm saying is I'm going to send him an email, but you have to help me draft well, okay, it. Okay. Yeah. No, for sure. And like, we can this also needs WhatsApp to be him. a powerful, a powerful email. And That's I think we need to wait for the right time. Okay. But listen, okay. on to a cute story. Yes. So an HBO Max intern, it was actually an intern, not just like sort of the colloquial way that everyone refers to like, I would say, uh, work performance mistakes online. You, yes. You should have a child and name it HBO Max. Why? Because that's a cool name. You could probably get, th- think of all the promotion you'd get out of that. Not Malls Jr. HB, HBO Max McAleer. <laughs> HBO Max Malls Jr. McAleer. Think about We're it. We're going to have to workshop that, dude. I don't know about it. But HBO McAleer. Just to call him HBO. Me out. You're, stressing, you're stressing me out and I lost my window. So if you could just uh, okay, also do it. just do your story. I'm trying to open. It's our story. Okay. Do so our story. Basic- okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. It- I got I it. I stress you want me to read out it. it- I, well, I wanted to get the replies. Okay, listen. Okay. Yeah, I got the replies. So, yeah, you can read it. Basically, an HBO intern sent out an email by mistake. Your son got this email. Yeah, I, I came home. I think I was getting ready to do a podcast. And my son's like, hey, what's this? He showed me his phone. He's like, what's this email from HBO Max? And I'm like, I don't know. That's spam. I'm like, check the email address. And the email address that it came from was like, HBO Max. And I'm like, wow, that seems legit. I'm like, I don't know. Somebody fucked up. And then I was like, wait, why didn't I get an HBO Max email? And then I realized it's because I use my girlfriend, Cheyenne's login to her HBO Max. I don't even have an Mm. HBO Max. Uh, yeah, and they sent they sent out like a test email to like millions of people, right? Yeah. So basically I think the intern just um I don't know, was probably in the system and a ton of people reached out to say, hey, I fucked up at my internship too. I fucked up at my job too. Oh, I got a It was a very cute and healing experience. Yeah, um, it was. With a lot of upsides to it. And I will say like, this is the moment that I think a lot of social media managers fear or interns or anyone who's in charge of being on the other side of that button, yes. right? It's terrifying. Yes. And um, yeah, this went out to everyone. Everyone, even like your fan, even just like when you're that young, you're thinking like my friends and family back home subscribe to HBO Max. Yes. And they know that I'm in charge they of the this emails email. this yeah. week. And they Great. saw that. Like, that's how like small and big the world is. So HBO sent out a very HBO Max help sent out a very cute tweet about it saying we mistakenly sent out an empty test email to a portion of our HBO Max mailing list this evening. We apologize for the inconvenience. And as the jokes pile in, yes, it was the intern. No, really. And we're helping them through it. Heart emoji. Yeah. So. One, this is this is what you do in this situation. This is brilliant. You make it, you turn it into an opportunity. A. Two, should I tell a personal story about 
something Please. like this that happened to me. I was Please. I was working PR. I was an account executive at like a smallish boutique they call them. PR firm that did and that did technology PR. And I was working Where was with the, this? This is in Los Angeles. Hmm. I was I was working with a client that did and this was like the early 2000s when this wasn't didn't happen this wasn't as prevalent as it is today. I was working with a client and there they did large scale Wi-Fi deployments which were very rare at the time and they were pioneering this technology. You didn't have like Wi-Fi Wi-Fi at a whole hotel in the early 2000s. You didn't and these people were doing it. So they give you a list of journalists and they're like, hey, call all these guys or email all these people and pitch them on your your client, see if they want to do a story. So I wrote this pitch and it was like, it was a little hyperbolic and, you know, it was good though. I will say this. It was good. And I, you know, I used some a metaphor and I was like, one day well, the entire world will be covered by a, a blanket of Wi-Fi or something like that. Ooh. And I pitched everybody on the list and I got some hits, but one person apparently on the list was an anti Wi-Fi zealot. Is this a boring story? I'll no. He hated Wi-Fi and he was a, he was one of these like technology bloggers that was like highly followed at the time. Sure. Had, those and, guys can make those guys at the time, like to have cache yes, back then was yes. so rare. There, there was no was social like, media. The way that like Bill Simmons was like the sports guy. Like yes. I grew up with the sports guy when I was like literally 10 years old reading yes. sports guy 33. Like he, it was to have that cachet back yes. then was very rare. Um, and even though that was much like, you know, much later, that was still yes. very rare. It, so I pitched this guy and he fucking respond. He was such a dick. He responded to my email and he's like, ha, 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 you know, Wi-Fi is nothing. He hated Wi-Fi. He's like, it's all going to be cellular. This is your company sucks. Like you, how could you even think this? How could you say this? He was a fucking asshole, but then he took it a step further and he took my pitch and he made it the subject of his newsletter that week. So this was like before blogs. So this was, he just had this highly subscribed to newsletter that would come to people's emails every week. And it went to hundreds of thousands of people. And so he took right, my and for pitch. some people that yes. was probably the only insider yes. scoop that they read all week. This was yes. the only thing that they read that made them feel connected to the people because at one point it probably yes. was connected to the people or they did have a, a streak. And there was definitely people when the internet was small like that, yes. that you followed that if you wanted like a home run of like just probably highlights of things, honestly, like this podcast, if there wasn't so many other, imagine only getting this podcast. Exactly. This is exactly right. And if you were interested in wireless technology, you would have subscribed to this guy at the time. There were no smartphones at the time. This is like before all that. Then this, this is the people you look to for what was coming next. Are you afraid to drop a name? What what his name was? Yeah, I'm kind of am. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And also, I didn't. I, Blind item. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it, this. Was this was really? I kind of have some trauma from this because 
he took my pitch and he named me by name and he used my, all my, every, my, the entire email I sent him and he took it apart on his, his new newsletter that he sent out to all his subscribers. And it was a big deal. My, the agency I worked for lost their shit. There was a bunch of like all hands on deck meetings. And, and their thing was like, why did you send it to this guy? And I'm like, because you gave me a list of the fucking people to send it to. And he was one of them. And they're like, no, you can never pitch this guy Wi-Fi clients because he hates Wi-Fi. And I was like, well, this is an opportunity. He hates our clients technology and our clients technology works. So why don't we come back at him and go, what the fuck? This is, this is, this is happening right now. Just get on what board. What year is this? Like this roughly? Like early 2004. Yeah. So like, this was also when I would say that like people were allowed to start being like cunty online, Yeah. the way that you could yeah. be in other avenues of yeah. like journalism where you could just fully be like, nope, I'm not reviewing that sort of thing. Like this is not something like Fashion Nova doesn't go to Anna Wintour's desk, you know, like that's it. You could be demanding about stuff. And I think that still obviously exists, but for a very long time, I think that, I don't know, there were a lot of people online that were not down to check out. They were very discerning. Um, Yes, absolutely. I'm s- wait, okay, so they're all yelling at you. Why did you send this to him? He hates wire. Or he yeah. hates Wi-Fi. And they wouldn't. They would. Oh, this guy. I've just googled him, and he doesn't seem to have much of a profile anymore. Maybe he died. Um, they. Yeah, they. No one stood up for me. No one viewed it as an opportunity. They're like, we we're gonna ignore this. We're gonna we're gonna hope it goes away. We're gonna try to make good with the client. We're gonna try to make good with the fucking newsletter guy. We're not gonna talk about it. We don't want our name associated with it. This is embarrassing. And I'm like, no, it isn't. It isn't embarrassing. It's an opportunity. Hundreds of thousands of people know our client's name. They wouldn't have known it otherwise. They know it because of what I did. Let's take the next step and challenge this fucking asshole that doesn't like our client's technology. We believe in our client's technology. Let's go with it. And they they shut me down. And this is a long way around of saying what HBO Max did was right. They leaned into it. And this is what everyone does now with these kinds of mistakes. Well, they lean I mean, into I have it. to be honest. I don't know that I see that that often. I, I feel like I Maybe usually not. see like, oh, some interns getting fired and there's really not a lot of follow up on yeah. it. It's very yes. rare that a company stands out and like says, hey, listen. Yes. They said, we're helping them through it. Heart emoji. This like pro- this is yes. some pure Gen Z energy. This is that that thing that yes. as much as people like listen how much to like how much that hurt you. Like all these years later yes. and I have similar things where people were just so cruel to me and I like could not be- I was like stunned by the cruelty. Totally. Like yeah, like almost like I don't like I don't know what you think I'm capable of to deserve that <laughs> sort of thing. Like and, I, and I, the idea of someone picking apart, like yes, I don't know. It's just punching down. Like we it don't is. don't love that. That's why you're going to be punching up. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah, and I, he's probably he might be taller than me, so I'm gonna be punching up at his head. But also, I'm I'm mostly gonna work the body because he's got a big flabby body, and I'm gonna smash um, him. So a lot of people wrote uh, funny replies from within the industry. People that were great uh, through all industries. Uh, Casey wrote, dear intern, I was using my desktop calendar to make a monthly note of when I started my menstrual period. But after <laughs> several months, I realized that I was making that note on a calendar I shared with all of my colleagues company wide. I was 37 That's years old. That's amazing. I, this is all, I mean, this is all stuff that like, absolutely. Someone wrote, dear intern, I once didn't recognize then VP George H.W. Bush and almost didn't let him into a meeting in the cabinet room of the White House where he worked. He was actually as gracious as HBO Max help appears to be, uh, appears to be being oh, that's fine. That's yeah. from postcards for USI. Yeah. yeah, and even Monica Lewinsky chimed in. I mean, listen, this is uh, this was a very cute moment, and I think a really great way for them to go with their marketing, especially like what I think like they really are marketing to like college kids that don't have HBO in their dorm cable, and like our roommates throwing together. You know, they know that they're aware of that audience, and I think that's great. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that's. It just shows a forward-thinking organization that recognizes that this recognizes an opportunity when they see it, and I think that's amazing. And I think people have a good feeling about HBO Max now, and they're like, "Hey, I got fifteen bucks a month to spend. Am I going? Am I going Peacock? Am I going Discovery Plus?" Am I going Hulu, commercial for Hulu Plus? Or am I going HBO Max? Well, I'm going HBO Max because they got more shit on there. But also, they seem like they're nice people. Right. Uh, Malls, one last update before we move on. The guy that attacked my pitch in 2004. Right. He has fewer than 1,000 Twitter followers and his website redirects to a uh, Viagra by Canadian Viagra page. That's, that's a rough one. I mean, listen, I'm going to tell you that I've actually, this is a perfect time to say it because hearing you say that story, it bummed me out. It broke my heart. It like brings up like, you know, memories of a very particular time. Yes. Uh, And I feel like that's evergreen, that type of story, but I feel like that's also so specific to working online in that early era. Yes. Um, but you know, it's just unbelievable. Like how many like white men I let make me feel bad about myself. Like the way that like, just like sort of like, Oh, do you mean like blah, blah, blah. Like, just like, you know, making me feel like what I said was inadequate or stupid or because I didn't say it the way that they would say it, that it was wrong. Um, Or maybe considering that the way I said it was actually more interesting. Totally. And like, therefore something to pay attention to. Like it just is, um, you know, it's, was, it's very frustrating to me when I think back on like so many instances. And these are the ones that I wish I could go back you know, unlike any 
you know, break up or blah, 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 like things that I would think in my younger years that I wish I could go back and say this to this person in this bar fight or this friend or this whatever. Uh, It's the things where it's like, don't fucking talk to me like that, asshole. No, like you, you fucking can't prick. do that. Like, yes. why do you get to do that? Like, who's your dad or who isn't your dad? Yeah, who the like, fuck are happy you? Happy Father's Day, by the way. Literally, we're recording oh, this yeah. on Father's Day. But no, Thank like, you. who the fuck is your dad, dude? Like, it's yeah. just really out of control behavior. Like, this shit, like, I'm so glad that's starting to get cleaned up. And I will say, like, it's a lot of the guys that, like, you know, I don't know. Listen. Oh, you're saying it's whatever. a lot of the guys that are that are me tooed. Are the guys that talk shit no, to women in the I'm office? No, I'm saying it's like also a lot of like the smug guys that are like have rebranded like fe- as feminists that are like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the pseudo intellectual thing. Like underneath yeah. all of that, like the thing that's been underlying there the whole time is misogyny. Uh, totally. But anyway, whoa. Yeah. Go off, sis. And by the yeah. way, do you think that guy was like Wi Fi is gay? Do you think he thought Wi-Fi would make him gay? Yes, I think he did. Much like 5G is making people gay these days. Is it? Is that what it's doing? Is it? I don't think so. There's something with 5G, but I don't know if it makes you gay. Right. I'm just trying to think of like something that maybe like reasonably I could. Anyway, listen, happy Pride Month. No offense. Same. And by the way, it's okay to have a thousand Twitter followers. Totally. Exactly. But not if unless you, not unless if you, you think you're a guru. Hurt, uh, not if you hurt a young boy. <laughs> How old were you? 30? 32? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Late 20s. Not if you hurt a young boy like yeah. Brian Beckner. That's right. Okay. Brian. <clears throat> Tell me. This is fun. Okay. So we have so much to get into. I'm so fucking excited. Fire up. There's a new TikTok trend. I guess it's an old TikTok trend. It's been going around for a while. It started with this guy, Mal Bum. He had this TikTok about his girlfriend go his like girlfriend's ex go viral in April, but it yeah. continues to trend all the time. And the question is, what's something that sounds fake about your relationship? What's something that sounds fake about your relationship but is real? So oh. do you want to play like the OG to like establish? Yeah, I mean, I have like, well, let's play one and then we can do mine. What's something that sounds fake about your relationship, but is real? I will go first. My partner dated another musician before me and he cheated on them with like 12 other people and then would lie to all the people and be like, you're crazy. So now periodically I have to reassure my partner in no uncertain terms that I'm literally not Josh Groban. What's something that... (laughs) Oof. So I think this guy is verified, right? I don't know. It sounds so, fake about your relationship. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, he is Mal Blum. He's verified. So this so, started out with like a verified on verified crime. So he's saying he's saying his boyfriend, you wait, his partner used to date his Josh Groban. Girlfriend, girlfriend used to his he he says that he has a really insecure girlfriend that he has to re, like console all of the time um, because she had horrible experiences. Oh, and she was in her last relationship. And so from time to time, he'll have to remind her that he's not Josh Groban. So like, 
this was his way of like sort of doing a, I mean, I don't know. Like I, I'm going to be real with you. Like as a chick, I don't love it when like, unless it's obviously to avoid some sort of slander, like lawsuit or something. Yes. I don't like it when boyfriends put out their girlfriend's trauma. That's a good point. Or clicks. That's a good point. Now, but it could the good be. Thing is, yes. is that this has not turned into like one of those typical like. Well, why were you on Rio with an age set to fifty nine if you didn't want to meet Matthew Perry? Like this. Yeah. Thankfully, this isn't a bunch of those stories. This TikTok. Uh, so, Stitch has gone wild. I can only assume that this Max Malbum guy got got consent from his girlfriend. It's not like he just said, "Hey, I have this idea to do this TikTok about no, you." No, yeah, I don't. I think he probably got consent. Definitely, but like, it's my it's my matter of taste personally for sure. me that like it makes you uncomfortable. When I, whenever I hear a boyfriend telling like even. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's one thing to support, but like whenever you're naming someone on behalf yes. of your girlfriend, I yes. feel like it's one thing to, um, cause like it's, cause like you're in, in basically inserting yourself in someone's case. Yeah. You when are. you're doing that, it's one thing to be supportive and talk about but you know if she I, I I don't know if she has come out about Josh Groban I don't know about that I can't speak to that context but I will say just off the top my thing here is like oh that's a mad shady and awful about Josh Groban but also I don't love it when I'm hearing it from a boyfriend do you it's think, not as dishy to me do dishy, you think gross. this guy is dating January Jones no, I think that Josh Groban probably dates a lot of. I think that's the point is that oh. Josh Groban probably dates a lot of people. But what if it were J- January Jones? God bless. I mean, yeah. listen, God bless. I. I mean, she also dated uh, Nick from The Bachelor. Disgusting, Nick from The Bachelor. Nick Vile. He's so disgusting. I cannot. T- he he mumbles. I might hate him as much as I hate. Robert from Shark Tank and for the exact same reasons. Except He's, yes, Robert I have more contempt for because Robert uh is like naturally good looking and can speak and he yes. chooses to be a little bitch. Well, and also but also in Robert's defense he, he's, roughly, me? he's roughly he's roughly 5. Excuse me. You're gonna you're gonna fucking defend Robert from Shark right, hold Tank on, on this. Hold on, okay. hold on. I'm not gonna defend him because I'm on your side with him. But in Robert's defense, he's roughly five feet three. And with that, that's a lot to overcome in life. You have to really put yourself out there in a big way to overcome your five threeness. And he did go on Dancing with the Stars. Went on Dancing which, with the He married one of the dancers. That's what I'm... Well, that's one of the reasons why I knew he was a pussy. 
Oh, what? How do you not know that, like, I fucking hate Rob? He blocked no, me on I know. Twitter. No, fuck him. I hate him, too. I hate him for you. No, I don't, really I don't know hate him. Like, him. listen, here's the thing. I don't really hate him. Like, yeah. I hate him the way that you hate Yashar, the way I also hate KFC. Like, I don't really hate him. But, no, I hate uh, Nick Vile much more than I hate Yashar. Nick Vile is n- normal height. He's tall. He's probably 6'2", 6'1", or 6'2". He's, he's so fucking average. He's not especially handsome. He has zero fucking personality. He's a construct of television and starlets line up to fuck him. Well, like that's the Yashar, like that's the Yashar that I'm worried about in the world. I'm not worried about like Yashar. I'm worried about like Nick Vial. Like how has he gotten yeah. so far? Like the man has a it's podcast. Crazy. It's insane. He's booked and busy. And I just like for someone that has he must have just insane charisma and like insane relationship building have you, skills. Have you seen it on TV? No, I when mean would like, you no, see the charisma? But, like no, I haven't seen it on TV, but I mean I saw Caitlin and Caitlin, I fucked with Caitlin, the Bachelorette. I saw her drop them panties and Bristol. I've seen the bachelors bachelor producers be beyond seduced by this. I call him a partially yes. cooked macaroni noodle. Yes. He is like an elbow macaroni noodle. He's yes. like basically pointless. That's only partially cooked. He's like not scary. He's not hard enough to be. If you crunched him, yes. it wouldn't be hard. Yes. He is here nor there, frankly. Uh, yes. But we have to get back into this. This is Let's awful. do another like, TT. Come on, come on. Yeah. So, uh, this trend is taken off where people are stitching. So that means they're taking his original question, which is what's something that sounds fake about your relationship, but is actually real. Um, I pulled a selection, the ruffle. I think you'll like the ruffle. It's him again. Mad Malbum. Malblum. Something that no, sounds fake about no, your relationship. Click on, but- um, click on the, uh, it's a stitch, so it's going to be his face at the beginning, oh, but then... Gotcha. Gotcha. Go first. Oh, I think I can do this one. Fifteen years ago, I was doing a comedy show that I was hosting, and after the show, I went outside, and a girl came up to me and said, my sister thinks you're cute. I said, yeah, well, who's your sister? She pointed out a blonde bombshell, and I was like, oh my God, she's taller than me and beautiful. I asked her out. On our first date, I asked her, where'd you go to school? Turns out we went to competing schools, but we lived in a city with only 15,000 people. Wait, can you pause? Yeah. Give me a read on this guy. I don't want to say it. Say it. He's, he's got big roofy energy. Big roofy energy? Oh, yeah. okay. No, I think he's a smooth daddy. I feel like he's like the John oh. Stamos of uh, Valley Village or wherever. Like, he, I, No, he doesn't live in Valley Village. He lives like... I mean, he does... I feel like he's he's got smooth daddy energy. Listen, I think that he might be like from family money or something because like it seems like she just came out and was like teehee at his comedy. Yeah. What's going to, I mean. How's how's there a comedian in LA I've never heard of? Is there a nice, is there, well, maybe he like works in Palm Springs. Could be. Okay. There's a career there. And yeah. by the way, um, what's his house look like? Because I thought it looked pretty sort of like Dharma and Greg. I was getting eclectic. I was getting very no, like. for sure. But he doesn't. He has like, um, he has artwork, but it's like unframed on his walls. It's just like tacked up like 
elementary school classroom style, which is not, um, that's not Joshua Tree comedian. Oh, how many bars are there in Joshua Tree? Not enough. And now, I mean, mean, listen. You know what? You know what it is? You know what it is? I'm jealous of this guy. He's got nice eyebrows. I know. He's got good gray hair. He's got a five o'clock shadow. He's got an ass chin. He, you know what? You know what? I've, I, I've come full circle. He's better looking than I am. And I don't like that. Um, He's no. more handsome than I, me. I did I did stack this with things that I, I thought would make you feel, but I didn't want you to feel bad about yourself, dude. Yeah. Wait, and, listen, and you know he, what? You know what? He's more charismatic than me in his TikTok. Like I do these IG videos where I yell at Trump supporters and stuff and I, where I introduce you to things in my kitchen. And I think I'm pretty charismatic. And then I watch this guy and I'm like, oh, no, he's much better than I am. He's better. Oh, That's no, what it it's is. You don't like give a shit about lighting or angles like this guy, like has you obviously mastered angles. the art. Yeah. Well, no, you might care about like angles in terms yes. of like, oh, I uh, this is like not the least attractive angle for me. Yeah, I, the, I can't catch uh, too the much angle in qu- the angle in question is like, what's the best angle for the light plus that? Right. And I feel like your camera is not giving us one hundo. Like, I feel like you got to get these kids that you have. You got to be saying like, hey, well, you five know what I need bucks for yeah. any time. Daddy says you have to say daddy says. Oh, hold on, malls. We're filming lo- a story. I've just looked this guy up. What? He's known for his impressions. Ooh. That's actually uh, profitable. Sure, but not fun. And also, it looks like he stopped no, dying. No, you and I laugh, but these are the guys that work solid. Like, if this guy sure. like does Jack Nicholson, right. yeah. If he, he does, he makes five hundred. If he does like Jack Nicholson, he makes three hundred to five hundred a night cash plus tip if the. Yeah. Homeowner's happy. You yeah. know, he does these celebrity parties. This is, he I'm does? sure this guy does. Well, like, this is what guys like this do. Like, yeah. this is why he has a nice house. Is like, I've been to yeah. parties like that where they've just had impersonators and it's like the weirdest thing ever because, yeah. like, you don't want to be rude, but also you don't. Anyway, yes. keep playing. Keep playing. We have to Hold get on. to the, the meat on. of Mr. Ruppel's oh. issues. Barely 1,600 Twitter followers. Hey, hey, no judgment. Right uh, behind me. Toss me the link on enti- that. What's that? Toss me the link on that. Let's see if Trend Lightly okay. can get him up to uh, no. 2,000. No, get me up to 2,000. Get me some followers. What's uh, Let's take okay. care of your boy here. You sure? <laughs> Real talk. You will earn your true true followers in time. You also have more than 2,000 followers. Oh, my God. Yes. But I'm saying, like, let's, as a gag, get the Rupple. Oh, my God. Let's get him up to 2K. If I find out that anybody from the show is following the Ruppel and they're not following at Brian Beckner. Right. There's going to be hell to pay. Fucking child. Petulant. Okay, let's let let him finish. You keep interrupting, Malls. Entire life, I never met her. Gets even weirder. We worked at complimenting businesses. She worked at the movie theater. I worked at the Red Robin. Then one Christmas, we went through our photo album, and it turned out there was a picture of her giving me a gift at my fourth birthday party at daycare. Ten years later, 
she met my best friend from college. She opened up Fuck to me him. about the fact that she's bisexual, and so was my friend from college. So I told my friend from college what my wife thought. She thought the same thing. Now we're all engaged. Miracles happen. Something what? That's- He's like, I knew her as a baby, Twist. but I didn't know it. And now she's in a, a bisexual. It's, no, it's, it's, um, it's what's it called? It's fucking polyamory married and dating that's season a- one thruple. It's an Anthony Vanessa because they were like friends yes. that reconnected. It's this is River. We're in Riverside, baby. And also, but also he calls himself on Twitter the Ruple, and he's in a thruple. I just feel like he's he's trying to capitalize on what's hot right now. Yeah, okay? but not like um, but not in a way of like the guy from season two. Oh yeah, he was not. That was not a real thruple. He was he was trying to upgrade. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's a Showtime two season special. It's fantastic. Polyamory, married and dating. It's like sixteen it. episodes or less, and you'll uh, watch them in in succession. Yes, of course you will. You'll love them. Just regret that you don't have any left. And then t- and um, then tweet us about them, or or follow us on Stereo. And we can stereo about polyamory, married, and dating, which is a fantastic show. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Well, wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. So, do you know about Tati Westbrook? I I pulled this story for you because I knew you yeah. mentioned. You said, "Oh, Tati." Like, yeah, I know Tati. <laughs> she because she she was a, a former. Um, she was a partner of James Charles, who's been canceled for grooming. They were besties. Like James yeah, and Tati had like a, yes. a like a mother son relationship where she was like. You know, uh, in her mid thirties, and he was in his, or maybe like you know, early to mid thirties, and he was in his late teens when they first started to talk because James was blowing up with CoverGirl, blah blah blah. So Tati is back online, and she made a video, which is this is her first video since. Her last video where she, it was a year ago, where she basically canceled a bunch of other YouTubers. She doesn't want to talk about that that much in this video. So we won't talk about this that this much. I went through this with like Mother May Sleep a podcast style notes. So I just quickly jotted down the middles of everything. But Bri, um, if you click the video, the timestamp, it goes to the timestamp. So this yep. will start at 27 seconds. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I just I, I was just gonna do it. Okay, let's try. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Hey guys, no, welcome to today's hold on. But it's easy enough to get there. Feel after not hanging out for such a long time that many of you want answers about certain things that have been 
splattered over the internet. If you hear rain, I am in Seattle and it rains a lot here. And this is going to have to be part of the mood, I guess, this because is, it's wait, inescapable. It's really pouring down today. Yeah, this is like I'm, a Nexium. Dying. If you hear rain, I Stupid. am in Seattle. Uh, like, so no. first of all, she's so used to filming in like a studio. And I'm not going to like, I actually, again, I sympathize with the people that everyone's like, don't yeah. fucking do that. What's wrong with you? Um, she's used to filming in like a studio. So she's very conscious of the rain, which I can't hear. Can you? No, Malls. And also, she's doing apology font here. Where it's oh, like in her speech, yeah, yeah, and it's like zoomed in on like she's speaking directly into the camera, like they do when they're apologizing. She has a very particular way of speaking as well, Tati. She, she does. She um, sounds. She sounds like cultish in in her speech. Like she sounds like she's recruiting for um, next next of them, nexium, nexium. I would, I mean, yes, I would say like, especially compared to other people in her lane, she presents a very polished image. She's always been like before she wound up in all of this drama with like Jeffree Star and James Charles and Jane Dawson. It's like insane. Before she wound up in all of that, she was always known as sort of like the godmother of the community where she was just this like. Enabler. woman in Rumor. her 30s who was like you know like it's very rare to be like oh honestly i know it sounds crazy but it's really rare to be like a woman and like a, a not 22 year old woman in yeah. the makeup space yeah. um so ta- you know because like and by the way like the way that like an older woman does her makeup or considers her makeup or her products is completely sure. different than the way that like a James Charles would like he's working with baby skin, you know? Yes. So anyway, that's my, I don't hate Tati rant, but yeah, I don't hate her. The Seattle rain thing made me lull. That's insane. Truly. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, oh. um, is that clip done? Uh, yeah, that was it. Okay, so then she makes some jokes about how big her last video was. It's like a very sad attempt at sarcasm. Um, very sweet, though. You know, it's Tati. Uh, she basically says that she doesn't want to talk about the beauty community at all. She left it behind altogether. It basically is implying that she hasn't been speaking to James Charles or anyone. She points Smart. out that there's not going to be any litigation between any of those parties as well. Yep. She says that at one point <clears throat> or another, every creator winds up in on Scandal Island. This was another moment that if I could just play the whole video through, I would because it's yeah. great, yeah. Um, which is no vacation. She says no vacation. no vacation, but she goes, no. it's no vacation. It's no vacation. No, this is how they recruit. They talk weird. <laughs> they talk. Right. Part of it is part of it is like, that's how, you know, you're being recruited to the, to the sex cult is the, the weird pronunciations of things. No vacation. So like, here's the thing. I'm so used to watching people that have a similar affect to me or, are very like Christian or very, I don't know. I don't know. Like 
commentary channel type voices, right? I'm so used yeah. to that on YouTube that when I see Tati, I don't think much about the way she speaks, but she's going to talk about a lawsuit later on leading up and she doesn't, she can't get too much into it, but it was about a lawsuit where this reporter, this quote unquote reporter, I don't know. I think it's fair to call her a reporter. I'm not sure this woman, I don't even want to say her name because she's like not great, but she, um, she basically was like in through like she started to break all of this news when all of that stuff was going on with all of these guys about Tati. That was very um like deep cuts, like going into like legal records and making assumptions, going into like full background checks, making a lot of assumptions, reporting stuff as fact that was a best, you know, again, an assumption, uh hearsay, whatever. So um, I started to like look on some of like the, like the hater, like reddits or whatever, mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. things I was shocked at how much criticism there was about the way that Tati spoke because I, it's weird. I can say, I know it's weird, but it's like, to me in terms of like a YouTuber, it's like the most presentational, like, I feel like if she was on a set, she would either be perfect or a nightmare. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. I feel like she's shows up prepared. She's read her shit and she knows how to do it. You want me to play the next clip? Yeah, uh, yeah but basically she says um, she never expected to take a break this long. But during that time she was off, she made um, she had a secret struggle. So. Uh, yeah, let's hear about her secret struggle right here. Okay. Forward. But during that time, I was getting the most intense harassment. I'm talking death threats that were explicit in detail. People saying they were going to hunt me down. They knew where I was. I was getting emails. Some of the most disturbing of me being monitored in the privacy of my own home through technology, through my smart TV, being blackmailed if I didn't pay up, that they were going to put that all over the internet. I was getting accounts made with my name and horrific graphic adult acts Um, in the title, like the screen name from the most popular uh, adult site online. There were things that were happening that were so appalling. And when you feel violated of your privacy, like you're being spied on and you're blackmailed and then people are harassing you in this really graphic nature and you're getting a barrage of detailed death threats, let me tell you, you lose sleep and it just- You lose sleep. Yeah, sure. Are we buying this? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm 100% buying it. I mean anybody I with mean, a, with a profile that's sort of controversial. This is this shit happens. It's real. It's real as fuck. Yeah, there was a um popular family YouTube channel that I've never like watched but I'm aware of from just being aware of the platform and um I couldn't like watch the whole video. They had like a hour-long video when they came back to explain but like they're this huge family youtube channel they're out in like ohio maybe 
Yeah. They had like acres and acres of land and all of their security cameras were hacked into, all of their bank accounts were hacked into. Wow. They had control over the lights and the gas in the house. Like they would call to like try and like verify their information to get their stuff put back up. And Crazy. like the the stalkers knew more. Like they couldn't talk in their house. Like, and I say, like, I feel bad for like Nick and Jessica, right? Cause yeah. like they signed up to be in a reality show. And then like in Jessica Simpson's book, she explains that like there was cameras in the TVs. And so they would yeah. like walk a mile away to argue in a parking lot. Like I whether or not it was as intense as these people were claiming it was going to be for Tati in these emails or yep. where these screenshots came from or whatever. Um, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. Cause she feels that it's that scary. Like, yeah, totally. It's real to her. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think like, she is also older. Like there's people, I think when you're older, these, your mortality is something that you're more aware of. Yeah, totally. Okay. Let's play the next clip. So um, she goes on to say that, like, while all of that was going on, she remained the CEO of her company, Halo Beauty, which is like her vitamins for hair and skin and nails or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and fast forward a bit. She's ready to get back to making videos. It's been a part of her life um, for a very, you know, a decade. At one point, she was making five videos a week. Not feeding this part of her was so difficult that she'd come to terms with the fact that if she died doing YouTube, it was her time to die. Huh. So, you know, I'm thinking also we're going to hear more about the money drying yeah. up in all yeah. of this litigation. Um, and I think she was making big dollars. And not to be like conspiratorial, but there's a lot of room here. I mean, this is, she does say at the end of this video that all of this is stuff that she would wish, period, that she never had to talk about. So, you know, in, in that sense, uh, I, okay, this is uh, an interesting door we're opening. 529, if you want to play that. Okay. Unthinkable happened. And this is the part of the video where it feels like, oh my gosh, she left drama, scandal island, turned back around, somehow parachuted back on it. And I know a lot of people will be like, why are you bringing this up then if you are you don't want to be dramatic? I am bringing this up because it was already online. This is already public information. And I do feel like I want to share with you guys that I am still currently actively today going through litigation and it is overwhelming, but I'm going to keep fighting the good fight for the truth and for justice and something that just blindsided me. Like this was like, imagine you're like ready to get back to it. You're like, I'm back in. We're going to just like let all drama go. And then all of the sudden I am involved in this crazy lawsuit yeah. and it is made very public. My business partner in Halo Beauty, Clark Swanson, back in October, filed a lawsuit for $30 million. I just have to pause at that. Every time yeah. I say that number, I'm just shocked. The company was thriving, doing great, even though we were in and still are in a pandemic. So this was just really mind-blowing 
to have had. Mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Is she from another country? I know. No, she's going full ESL on us for sure. Mind blowing. Yeah. My grandmother no, was from I mean, Guatemala she and she does, talked like that. Mind she blowing. She has like a little bit of like, okay, so her real name is Tanya. Stop it. What? And like, so I think one of the things I can say, so like Clark Swanson, this guy was feeding this blogger that had already started to out a lot of this stuff about her. And this, this, uh, she's, yeah, like she's a blogger, but she also was like running a tea channel. Again, I don't want to say her name because she attracts a lot of drama, but I, I will just say that like she was doing a lot of, you know, provocative stuff. She was open to reporting this stuff that like for the most part stays in like the deep, dark paints of the hater message boards, right? And she was reporting it as it was news. And she uh, also had a job writing a blog at the time where she was reporting this information. So she was like putting it into print on a platform as well. So I think that like, you know, a lot of this information coming out, which one of the things is is that her real name is Tanya. Tanya. Crevens. I would change it to to Tatiana Woodson too. Wait, what is it? Tatiana Westbrook. So she married James Westbrook, who like, you know, all the drama channels that I was reading. Again, I was kind of shocked to find out that like there was so much room to hate Tati. I'm so dumb. I'm Mm. like, oh, she's like super sweet. Like, duh. Like, why would you ever hate her? Was Um, James is James Westbrook any relation to? Philadelphia Eagles, H-back, Bryant, Brian Westbrook. I don't know, but anyone who wants to make fan art about that is is uh, free to send okay. that to us. Well, hold on. We need we need our Garf- Yashar Garfield versus Brian Beckner ravishing Rick Rude fight <laughs> poster first. Absolutely. First things first. Okay. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Okay. Do you want to keep playing? Yeah. Happen, and then it felt like more drama was just magnetized toward me and it was not a great environment for me to come back to. It was a very hostile environment. There was no way that I could just come back online. She glosses over the, she's like, he filed a lawsuit for $30 million. The company was going great, blah, blah, blah. Well, what the fuck were the grounds for the lawsuit? What's he suing you for? She doesn't really say that. I Is she mean- going to? I will say that the one thing that I remember, and I'm sure that there are grounds for the lawsuit, but one of the things I remember standing out, which like now I think obviously, I mean, it's, there's still, I don't know, whatever. It could be real. It could be fake based off of the fact that Clark has been so desperate to get down and dirty. It makes me feel like he doesn't have that strong of a case, but he, um, he he claimed that Tati said that her audience will buy whatever she says. That it doesn't matter the product, it doesn't matter the quality of it. Like whatever oh. she says to buy, whatever shit she says to buy, they'll buy. So they're they're like and doing like, like Chinese chemical lipsticks and shit. Well, it was. Um, she's doing. Something probably even more questionable, which is vitamins. Oh yeah, supplements. Right, and none so of that she shit was works. Doing right, hair, skin, and nail. I mean, listen. Yeah. I think like certain 
supplements do work. It's best if you like ingest them through nutrition. Food. But like, I think that like, obviously there's science to like prenatal vitamins work. Like, you know, yes. uh, immune vitamins work. Um, I think like taking supplements helps. Yeah. I've been nervous and taking magnesium and felt better. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I heard that helps with um, restless leg, too. You got that? You got a little RLS? I do. It hasn't been too bad lately. I've gone through bouts of it in my life, and I haven't. Now I feel like I'm jinxed. What do they do? I haven't. Like they wiggle like spaghetti noodles? No, it's just that feeling where you want you feel like you need to move your leg constantly. It's like kind of like a little tingle, but not like, um, numb, but like a nerve feeling nervous feeling in your leg. And you're like, I just have to move it. I have to, but you're, it's always when you're trying to go to sleep, or at least it is for me. Prayers up for Mental. Brian. You guys follow Brian. If you have a uh, restless leg syndrome. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> and also I've, the ruple. I'm not. Don't follow the ruple. Yeah. If you're not following me and you follow the mm. Ruppel, you're dead to me. <laughs> and the also, Rupp. the guy's called the Ruppel, and he and you he's in block, a Ruppel. You should block all 1,000 people that are currently following, following the Ruppel. Yeah, <laughs> I don't block them. <laughs> I was I was like somebody was talking about blocking the other day, and I'm like, can you even see who you have blocked? There's some there's this fucking asshole that has me blocked that like exists in this kind of the same realm as me and he hates me and i've never had a single interaction with him once not even one time and but he hates me and he blocked me so i was looking at who i had blocked and i had all sorts of people blocked and i'm like i don't remember ever blocking anybody that's it no i know and sometimes you'll block people for like a stupid reason yeah like that's like when I was going through when I found out like who my contacts were that were blocks and I had four Todd's four different men named Todd blocked yeah. in my phone. Yeah. Um oh, that a block a Todd. That's never a bad idea. Always block a Todd. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. uh all no. Todd should be blocked. Like I was I was like, oh, a lot of these people I just blocked them for like some dumb reason like i didn't want them in that moment to respond to me or something like i was tired of their shit and i just like forgot they existed as a person i mean i guess that's living with adhd do you want to keep playing yes i i remember during the election people would start fucking ranting their trump bullshit at me and i would block them and one guy would just make a new account i'd block him and then they're the right, next day or a couple guys. Yeah. The next day or a couple hours later, there'd be a new account from the same dude with a slightly different name. Like that's f- like, how interested is he in telling me what he thinks? Like move on Obviously, to the next person. To very bother. interested. Oh. Yes. Okay. Obviously very interested. I mean, we've discussed this though. One thing, and I think this applies to the whole like beauty community and all viewership, honestly. <sighs> yeah. The thing is, is that, with a lot of these people that complain to you about being like a leftist activist or whatever, which is like not how I would ever describe you or anything like that. Yes. Um, I would describe you as like left, like left leaning, but you don't shove it down anyone's throats. No. Like I feel like you're fairly yes. apolitical for the most part. I'm deeply political, but not publicly. Right. 
And so I, I just think that for people like that, it's like the people that feel, if they feel any discomfort, like you're their morning oatmeal. Yeah, it's you're tribalism. their morning oatmeal, yeah. and like if you yeah. if you offer any discomfort, any break from the routine, yeah. Like I remember growing up thinking this guy, Maddie, in the morning, he like famously like quit oh, recently because he couldn't yeah. roast. No, he didn't get fired. He, oh, he, he quit. Walked off air, and then he got, he got was back two days later. But oh. um, yeah, like Maddie in the morning. I remember when I was growing up, he said like something about like fuck cats or something. And I was like, no. I'm, I'm never going to listen to Maddie in the morning again. I fucking hate Maddie in the morning. What's the first thing I do when I fly home from Boston? Like at, uh, on like first class on the red eye, like after my first season at two broke girls to like go visit my family for Christmas, I call Maddie in the morning at like 6am blasted off bloody Mary's. And Shut like, up. I was like, dude, I fucking love Maddie in the morning. And like, after they were like, you know, they were like giving me shit or whatever for calling in drunk at 6 a.m. But they were like, it's so cool. Like Matt and Ben used to do that, I guess. They were like, this is like when people from Boston come home, they think of Maddie in the morning. It's mad true, you know? But like, you know, sometimes Maddie's going to tell you to fuck cats or whatever. Yeah, fuck cats. Okay, I dropped my microphone. The, okay, keep playing. Let's play the rest of this. Online and start reviewing makeup and promoting Halo Beauty while there is this big lawsuit thrown around the internet. There was just no way. I genuinely felt I needed to wait until the storm calmed to be able to come back and post again. I was recently informed that Clark Swanson had been feeding information, disparaging information to drama channels about myself, about my husband, my family, info about Halo Beauty, financials, pipeline of product launches, the kind of stuff that should never be shared under any circumstance. Finding this out really signaled to me that this, in my opinion, feels like sabotage and has made me want to really go the distance and not stop the fight for justice in this particular justice. situation. So I'd appreciate your prayers over justice. It. Prayers up for Toddy. I can't well, believe. Well, I mean, here yes. he is lobbing some major shit at her. Through, that through is drama channels. Well, and it's also like the accusations he's even hurling at her throughout this lawsuit are pretty make or break for her career. Yeah. Like it's pretty, I understand what she means when I think she's, probably considered her options here and thought, yeah. okay, what am I going to do? Go back to my career that like literally is based in my authenticity and likability as a human being. Yes. And, and say, Hey, I, I lost everything in a lawsuit or am I going to lose everything in a lawsuit to prove that I never had bad intentions? I mean, basically what it seems like Clark had the misunderstanding of is that she wasn't going to do everything under the halo beauty Inc banner. And I, I think that that's like, you know, that's very rookie shit. I also feel like she overextended herself. It's rookie shit on both of their ends, but obviously wasn't easy to work with. So, um, yeah, she, um, 
basically found out he was doing that as far back as spring of 2020. Um, and in the process of this, she moved out of her LA home, which is like a multi-million dollar home. Um, that was like in the trades when they sold it. And I think it was now like she's 4 in million Seattle. or something. Yes. Then she sold her Seattle condo or no, I don't know if she sold her Seattle condo, but she moved out of it. Um, which was her beautiful condo that she had there. And then, um, yeah, she basically is like living in an apartment around that time. She and her, her husband, James, split up um, during that time when she was moving out of the condo. I think she might be renting out the condo during the time when she was moving out of the condo. She took her wedding ring off Ooh. and she says she'll get to that in a moment. Um, it was a tough and lonely holiday season. Ooh. She goes, P.S. And this is tough because if anyone's been watching Tati at all, you know that she struggled with pregnancy and it's been a common theme throughout anyone watching her yeah. or caring about her. She goes, P.S. I'm not pregnant. A lot of fans thought I was pulling like a Kylie or a Beyonce and I was going to come back with a baby. But yep. I still am blessed with that. Um, she goes, this is my crushing season and the most supernatural time of my life. Fucking crushing season. Crushing season, dude. Oh crushing my God. I've never is, had a crushing season. That's a good title, dude. Crushing yes, season. Crushing season. Um, uh, We can talk so much more about all the minutia of the toddy stuff and a little and like on the stereo later on today does when she this call airs. It, does she call it crushing season because she crushes a lot of ass during that she's like yeah she was probably just like basically ass. like going to university of seattle and like just getting like filling her car up with sophomores you know right and just crushing she's probably doing like a reverse telly you know <laughs> so she says that she had so many spiritual breakthroughs this year the power of prayer has been huge for her. She implies that, like, you know, some of these spiritual changes are going to be infused to her YouTube channel. So I don't know if we'll be, like, you know, uh, doing highlighter for, like, Jesus or something. But, like, that is the kind of the vibe that it felt like she's going to include, like, a spiritual message. Um, and she goes, the whole thing has been a gift in a way because she realized she doesn't need material things. So we're going to find out about the ring. But yeah. I do love when people say, God, I mean, because, like, what else can you say when something like this has happened? When your life has fallen apart, what else can you say but it was a gift? Like, that's the only thing that will keep you sane is yeah, being like, totally. yeah, it was a gift, I guess. Yeah, it was a gift. The, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It was like losing yeah. everything. Okay, it's like go when ahead. It's like when you're really cold and you're like, dude, it is so fucking cold and I don't have a jacket. You kind of flip it in your brain where you're like, oh, this feels good. I want it to be cold. I want to be cold. I need it to be cold. And it kind of like works for a little while, like as long as you can stick with it. Right. It's like, that's, it's, that's like the same kind of thing when you're like, oh no, this is a, this struggle is helping me. I'm getting right. better I'm from learning. this. Right. It's like yeah. the polar bear plunge. Where yes. it's like when you jump into the lake at 6 a.m. Yes. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, I've only had my period for three months. Like, what's, you know, like that sort of thing. Like, where you're like just freaking out out of your system. Yes, totally. So play this uh, okay. next 1332. Clip. I had to go through that to kind of get to the soul stuff and to 
get to that place where I broke through spiritual barriers that I never thought I would ever break through. Dude, Malls, I'm telling you, she is starting a fucking cult. I kind of, well, so like, Cultish. I do think she's like high on Jesus. And I think that this is yeah. a little bit of like the way they teach you to talk. Dude. Like when they're, yeah. She's going to, she's going to drop like a tet, like an interview series and a book with that Justin Bieber rock and roll pastor. What was his name? No, uh, Carl Lentz. No, like Carl I think Lentz. Yes, Carl Lentz. I think is like hard canceled, and like Tati is an essay survivor, so I don't think that she would work with Carl Lentz. Carl Lentz, dude. Imagine that guy was your pastor. Like problematic. You could see that guy was problematic from space. I he was know. Wear- I know. He was it's wearing so flannel hard. shirts with the sleeves cut off and fake glasses, and he had his fucking hair gelled to the side. And he wants to talk to you about God. No, <laughs> I know, I know. And like that thing that's like it's like QAnon, dude. Where it's yes. like I I feel kind of bad because I'm like I know they need it. Like if you're there, you fucking need it. Like you are craving Jesus. Yes. And totally. you'll take it. That's how bad you're craving Jay is you'll yes. take it from him. You look through it. You look through it. Okay. I, I digress. Here's Tati And also again. like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Keep okay. going. All right. Like if you told me. A year ago that I would be this woman today, I would say you're out of your mind. There's just no way. There were some crazy things that happened. Like I'm not even joking. I even have on film, like home video, like my surveillance, weird, supernatural, inexplainable things that I want to sh- C-U-L-T cult. She's talking about supernatural phenomena. No, I mean, I think, yeah, listen, I mean, listen, I think she, honestly, again, I'm yeah. thinking she's, she's hitting that starter pack she's and like they got her at a vulnerable time Yeah, and she is lit up for Jesus. She's lit up for Christ. I mean, the uh, way, this is the thing though, the way that they the way I can see why if you're vulnerable and you're already turning to God and then they see that you have like some sort of money, they're sending you to some sort of class where they're teaching you some sort of rhetoric that you're taking out on the road and you Mm -hmm. sound like you're starting a fucking cult. I mean, I've been there, like I've just been in spiritual classes where I'm out there using like, Things that I realized after the fact, I'm like, oh, it sounds like you were in fucking, uh, it sounds like you yeah. have been in a yeah, cult. You pick it up. You pick it up. Okay, let's let's keep, let it play. I'm going to share in the future, but just for the sake of time, let's keep it moving right now. So I guess let's get to the ring and the idea of like not being attached to material things. When I was moving out of the Bellevue condo, I had put a bag of jewelry together to take and then another one to donate. I think we can see where this story is going. Uh, so well, I hadn't I been wearing my ring. It was with some other jewelry. And I believe, unless by a miracle, I find it pop up, but I've looked everywhere. That This is bullshit. Thank you. I this hate to bullshit. say it. I this think she sold it like out of anger. 
or I mean, she's not wearing it f- for a reason, and she's she's lying about the reason. Also, she's rich as fuck. No, she can get a new I ring. Think, I don't think that she's rich as fuck. I mean, I think litigate oh. heavy litigation that sure. she's been in. She, she might can be leveraged. Any no, I mean, like she had she, to sell her home. I think that she yeah. is probably living in a um like a midsize, you know, standard sort of three-bedroom condo in Seattle. She has nine million YouTube subscribers. Her, right, but she also hasn't posted in two years. And she hasn't, like, she, all she's been in is drama. Yeah, and, drama. like, she's getting, she's been in drama. And she's yes. being sued by the partner and her vitamin business, which obviously is going to make monthly subscribers of the product, raise an eyebrow. I mean, yeah. it's a um, it's it's a thing. Like Tati has not been making a lot of income. I the way that she described James and her coming back together, and the way that they had been apart. I think maybe even more importantly, let's hear. Sounded like she could have maybe sold the ring. And, and, and it was crushing season. Crushing season. Maybe she strayed. Mm. She got some side dick and now they're like trying to work it out. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Let's finish this clip. That it got donated. So if you have my wedding ring, well, blessings. I don't know what more to say. I just had to let that go because it was just like that one last like punch to the gut of like, and wait, there's more. Now you don't have that wedding ring that was so gorgeous. I love the comedy bits with her. I have my husband back. And that's- Have my husband back? Yeah. I I thought the ring, I thought she just lost the ring. Oh, because she had it off. That was the thing was that she and James around the holiday season, she she was at an all time low because she thought she had lost James. They weren't living together. They couldn't even look at each other. They had like, you know, she kept saying one thing was he didn't want me. I didn't want him, which I was like, ew, want. Yeah, want. So disgusting. That want, want is like I make. Like, let's make love. Like, if you're Ew. watching, if you're watching a um, soap opera, assuming they still have those, if you're watching like General Hospital or One Life to Live, there's a lot of we made love, let's make love, I want to make love. Sometimes you'll see in like a mainstream movie where they'll be like trying to get a PG 13 or something, and they'll be like, who are those, um, who are those vampires? And one was like Taylor or something, and he was a wolf man. And there was like Taylor Lautner. Yeah. And Robert Pattinson was there and he was like, Uh, yeah. Twilight. Twilight. And he would be like to the, um, to the, to that morose girl who became an actress later. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. He'd be like, Kristen Stewart. I want you. And that to me is worse than make, Make ML, which we hate. Right. right. You know, that is, yeah, that is much worse. But okay. But also on the same, okay. Also on the same plane in the same ballpark as ML. ML and want are in the same category. Okay. Do you want to play this last one? Do you want to set it up? 
the tarot oh, wait, cards. So, she's, okay. She's asked. So, okay. So after that, she goes, tarot um, card readers to stop reading her tarot. She goes, there's not much more tea for me to share today. And I don't like making this video at all. She says she would rather be private about all of it. So she says she's going to address everything with Tati Beauty, the company without the vitamins, her like eyeshadow brand or whatever. Right. Right. In an upcoming that was, video. That she was doing with JC. And she says, um, no, she wasn't doing that with JC. Oh, JC, oh. No, it's a totally different thing. But um, she goes, you know, I don't have any more tea. In general, I would like to keep all of this private, but I'm used to people telling stories on my behalf. Um, and she goes, you know, and with that said, and she drops this disclaimer at the end of her video, which is respectable, but bizarre. But so interesting and speaks to like an emerging, I guess it gave credence to an emerging industry on YouTube and Twitch that was wild, if you don't mind playing this. Yeah, let's play it. That speaking of others speaking your truth to all the channels out there, like this is tough. When you come back like this, you think, okay, what are the drama channels going to say? What are they going to speculate? And then you have to think about the body language channels, which is like a whole nother thing. So when you sit down, you're like, look, like you just like you get in your head. And I'm like, why am I even thinking about this while I'm thinking about this? But I'm like thinking about that. It's a crazy feeling having this kind of pressure. And it kind of just like does this to your brain while you're she filming. should watch it's a lot so Bo burnham I'm special asking, i'm not asking for people to not talk oh my god did you watch Bo Bur burnham special um i have like one third left i keep watching like oh god, 20 minutes and then oh i thought it was really great i like oh keep taking god. breaks to um to like process it i loved uh I loved eighth grade, that movie he made. I thought it was so amazing. And then people are like, oh, he does comedy. You should watch his special. Did you know it's all songs? The whole thing's songs. Yeah. It's nothing but songs. It's fucking, um, he's singing yeah, songs, I mean, comedy songs the entire time. For I mean, I, I Molly minutes. Lambert uh, referred to it as an operetta, which I thought was interesting. Like, listen, I, I think Lambert. the the yeah. one of the greatest things yeah. about this about it was like the experimental filmmaking. I, that's that he cool. Did. How did he get it that, to that zoom? That was really great. Somebody told me they could do that in post. I'm like, did he hit a button yeah. to zoom in I on mean, himself? I don't think he claimed that he didn't do post. Like, I think there was a lot of post. But no, I, just, I was just wondering how they did it. I'm not saying I'm not saying he faked it. I have no idea. But like, I thought it. I mean, I think it's really, really good. I have to finish the like the last part of it. But I've actually found it to be really okay. great work. I mean, I also people are going to kill me. I don't know. I would say there's no. I don't think I don't, people are going to kill you. I think there's I a little a bit of an age difference. Do you know what I mean? And also, he's he's younger than. I am yeah. and I but I and I think like when I look at him I'm like wow what a great kid like when I look yeah, at him no. I'm like what an interesting like a brilliant kid like totally I I, I appreciate his work like uh, through a uh, oh you're really good at what you do lens but also wow what a fucking impressive young man and he goes for it you know like he really that's the thing I most appreciate is that he really it's not for me obviously but I appreciate the fact that he really 
like is confident in hit in what he does in his work and he really goes after it. So I'm, I mean, I'm just talking shit. It's just that always me. is like, that's yeah. no, that always is like the thing. Brian, he's got no truly. imposter syndrome. Like he's like, he's like, I'm going to, I just wrote this song. I need this video. I, I can do a bunch of these and every one I do, I can stitch together and make it into something cool. And yeah. That's, and that, I'm not afraid of it. There. Like looking weird or, yeah. or like whatever. Like, I don't know. I just think he's great. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. Okay, I'm the one that digressed there. Sorry. I know you're going to do what you're going to do. Have your opinion. I'm a tough chick. I'm going to really, I mean, clearly, I'm like, what more could people say? I'm going to just keep charging forward. However, when it comes to things like psychics, mediums, tarot readers, I have closed that door in the spiritual realm. And I am. Malls. When you close that door in the spiritual realm, yes. Bye. it's not just what she's saying. I'm telling you, there's something cultish about this. The way she waves her hand where she's like, she kind of does it Price's Right style where she's like, yeah, I, I have know. closed a door. Now, say I have closed a door and do, and I'm not saying this to Molly, I'm saying this to people within the sound of my voice. Go, I have closed a door and do a hand signal that means that. You put up like a stop sign. I have closed a door. Or you motion that you're closing the door. She does the fucking Price's Right model wave it's practiced. Well, it's, okay. It's yeah. intentional. Uh. It's some kind of cult signaling is happening here. She's high on Christ, dog. Like, I really think that's it. Like, I think she's high on Christ. I think she's feeling Christ through her bones. Like, I don't, I think that she's she, boning Christ. So she, she could be. Well, she, She's going to go on to say that she, like, you know, used to engage a lot. And do you want to just finish this clip up? Yeah, let's play it. Let's let it play. It's, there's going to be other cultish things. Guys, watch this. Watch se- at, at 17 minutes in this video. Listen watch how closely. she waves. Watch how she waves her hand when she says, I've closed that door. It's weird. I am asking to not be used in any way, shape, or form in videos involving divination. Please do Fucking, not. Yeah. This is an What's divination? divination. What's divination? Dude, I have no idea. Me and I'm either. obsessed. Like divination to me is like the new um. Do you remember when um like feckless cunt yeah. went around and then everyone started using the word feckless, like oh, yeah. they've used it their whole life. Oh, I use feckless or, all the like, time. Or like when people um when deplorable came out and people not came out, but like Yes. Words trend all yes. of a sudden. You Fuck see yeah, people do. starting to use Shoogie. them more. Yes. So divination. Yeah, that's uh, a hot word right now. I think it's going to be a big one. Yeah. The practice of seeking knowledge of the future or the unknown by supernatural means. So this is essentially, I would say, like what the church would refer to as like what we would call like tarot cards and shit like that. Yeah. And this is like so... Tarot card. I the only Twitch I subscribe to is this guy called Anfordite, who is a guy that does tarot card reading and he does like pop culture tarot Shut card up. reading and he'll read like your tarot cards. I haven't had a tarot reading done by him, but like there is an emerging industry of people that do pop culture based tarot or like um channeling spirits or whatever and i've started to see some like backlash from the tarot people that are saying like listen like to be clear like we won't channel toddy but we 
but in practice, never channel information that right. shouldn't it just that, comes to you. That comes. That's um no information that should be private. Oh right, right. Speaking of that, well, how about the Hollywood medium, Tyler? Tyler Henry. Henry. Yeah. Ooh, he's a two first name guy. Always. Hey, save some first names for the rest of us, Tyler. Um, <laughs> when are we gonna? When are we gonna be get some tea on him because he's sus. He's sus he as fuck. Sus. I mean. Listen, I I uh I feel for him because I think that he might even he might have a genuine gift. He might believe I but I believe yes. no matter what he believes he has a gift. Mm, okay. And I think that he's young. Yeah. He's- and like it's kind of like he might not realize if he is doing his um if he Readings? is giving away his energy. Yeah. On these readings, and yes. he's doing it on television. I just yes. hope he has like a JoJo Siwa situation where he has a nice set up bank for himself. Right. I hope so too. Also, All I right, could go buddy, down. buddy. What about John Edward? Also a fucking first name hoarder. John Edward. Do you remember him? He had a show. Yeah. I, uh, I'm so attracted to that type of stuff. Um, oh yeah, it's right. It's I, your lane. You're not attracted to John Edward because he's disgusting, but no, you're attracted no. to medium shows, channelers. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of my guy that I'm is escaping me. Oh, James Van um, Prague. No, it's um the gay guy from uh 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 like psychic university or something hold on oh, wait a minute oh you're going too deep i only know the tv chip ones. coffee chip coffee chip coffee the fuck out of here that's no one's that's no, not chip a name coffee's a huge tv the, guy those are two things that aren't names put together chip to coffee's become a, a name great a great guy he's wow. uh he's a great guy chip listen coffee. you guys we're gonna wrap this up this was a really fun episode wait you Thank don't want to so finish much. this video I thought we finished it up. He doesn't. She doesn't want divination. No, there's more. There's more. Let's let it play. All right. An intense request from my heart. I am not meaning to shame you, but I am tapped out. Done. Goodbye. Not for me. I I, I implore you, if you're within the sound of my vo- voice, the link is in the description. Look at these hand movements she's doing. I am tapped out. Done. I implore you. Yeah, hold on. We're almost there. It feels really violating to have someone read your future without your permission and speak (laughs) words of death over. If you are a, if you're into divination and you're within the sound of my voice, I give you. Do not divination. No, you can divination me. Divination me and then hit me on Twitter with your divination results at Brian Beckner. Or hit me on Instagram also. Yeah, at do Brian a little divination. I mean, I don't want to I don't want that in my life. I'm gonna ask you to keep that door don't do closed malls. for me. Specifically, don't do malls, but divinate me. Divinate the fuck out of me. I wanna be divinated so hard. Hit me with all your divination. Okay, Brian, we're almost done. Here. It's making me nauseous. What is? The idea of you being divinated. I want oh, I wanna be I want I wanna be divinated like I've all never right. been divinated. Okay, also, I've never, no one's ever done my chart. Over your All life, right. over your livelihood, your marriage, 
what's around the corner. It only breeds negativity and anxiousness. And it's something that I am not involved in anymore. She's going to pivot to the self-help space and it's, it's a cult. I swear to God. I was heavily, but I have shut that down. And I, you know, I, again, I had a wild year. We are going to talk about more of it, but I'm asking um, to those of you that really want to whip out the tarot cards and see what's going to happen with me next. I'm asking that you not, and I'll be praying that that door stays locked. Oh, praying, praying. She doesn't want to be divinated because that's fucking sorcery and she's into Jesus now. And that's- She's high on Christ. She's coming out with Carl Lentz. Lentz. And they're going to be doing like a tour. Like us. Yes, like us. No hate. First stop, first stop, Fort Collins, Colorado, where I- Hashtag good vibes only tour. Do my, do my uh, boxing training. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm wrapping this up. A fish. A fish. Right, this was- a blast. You guys, we'll We're catch back. you later on stereo. If you're yep. listening to us on Tuesday, the day this comes out, we'll be there at noon PST. But also every Tuesday and Friday, we do a live show there. And um, the links to that, to join that are in the description, as well as all the links of the stories we talked about today in the show, all the different TikToks. There's also bonus links I pepper in there. Yep. And uh, yeah, this is the best. Bye. Pepper you in the bonus. All right. You too, Malls. We'll see you next week. Pepper in the bonus. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Trend Lightly, a solid listen podcast. If you like the show, subscribe and leave us a review. You can find segments that didn't make it to air as well as ad-free versions of our episodes on patreon.com slash solid listen. Find us on Twitter and Instagram under Trend Lightly Pod. Send us submissions and feedback at trendlightlypod at gmail.com. And thank you to Why Not Johnsveld and Bradley Sona for our music. Hello, dear stranger. I'd like to introduce you to something new. Or perhaps something very, very old. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine is a horror fantasy medical mystery following the titular monk turned traveling medical investigator. Follow Radolf as he navigates a nightmare world in which viruses are gods and the human race are not their favored children. Steeped in history and an aesthetic that can only be described as a combination of occult academia and laboratory Judaica, The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine have been described as Umberto Echo meets H.P. Lovecraft. For more information, check out the Patreon at thorb.info. But take care, dear stranger, for some truths are best left unknown.